This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all A Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gonna check me, bro? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Hi What day is it? It's Tuesday? Tuesday <laughs> Tuesday. Okay. I I like didn't hear you respond. So I thought you said Wednesday. And then I was like, wait, it's Wednesday. Honestly. I wish. Yeah. I have to say last week. I know it's a new week, but last Last week week. went by very fast. You know, I agree it went by very fast because I was on PTO. (laughs) And all of a sudden it was Thursday. And I was like, wow. Fuck. It's kind of going to be over soon. Um, Um. I still feel like I just can't stop thinking about the Salt Lake City stuff, like Jen Shaw. Do you want to talk about it again? The Beauty Lab parking lot. I mean, compared to Vanderpump Rules, it's kind of like, I feel like we could recap that episode twice, but <laughs> um, I did you see the clip that came out of Meredith explaining to Mary what she knows from the bubble bath? That, Here's, to me, was yeah. so excellent. I can't wait to see, like, more of that, though, because it's like, did you go in the bath knowing, like, someone was, like, when your friends are coming over, it's not like, oh, shoot, like, I'm... Right. Like, <laughs> right, like Ma- didn't work Meredith out. was obviously the first one to arrive at the house, but how much time did she think was going to happen before yeah. anybody else arrived? Because... <laughs> Because listen, show, she wanted to get to Vale more than anyone. In so. the full clip, in the full preview clip, you, they show Mary like walking in the house and like calling Meredith's name, and she's like, "Mary, Mary, is that you?" <laughs> it was very. There's always a tub involved in Housewives, and it just was giving me Tamra vibes. Tamra, mm-hmm. yep. Mm-hmm. Except, Except like not not, not seductive, <laughs> just like. You can tell Meredith's probably already had, like, two and a half glasses of wine, and it's just kind of, like, feeling herself a little bit. Okay, I think Meredith is a very seductive woman. Yeah. I think, like, anything she, like, says and does is, like, sexy. (laughs) I told you yesterday on on Mike that I think the entire Marx family is, like, hot. Yes, you did. I'm not going to argue with the fact that Meredith in a bathtub is kind of seductive. She's not really my type, but I'm still like, I'm a little tantalized. (laughs) (laughs) Dylan, we haven't done this in a really long time. What does the word tantalized mean? It's like, 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 um. Oh, shit. (laughs) I thought you were going to spit out a definition. It's like when you're like tantalizing, it's like intriguing. Got it. A little. Thank you. I don't know. My senses are like oh heightened. Tingling. I don't know. Tingling. Tingle and now it's getting creepy. Um, <laughs> let's, <laughs> let's talk about Vanderpump uh, Rules, where the only thing that's tingling is the tip of Raquel's nose <laughs> after James bumped it. Okay. Um. 
I can't with this. I can't. Yeah, it's a lot. Like, it's it's so unnecessarily long that we're talking about it. Well, Not her nose. The situation. <laughs> her nose isn't long. It's just crooked. Um, it's uh, deviated. But, um, right. Yes. So, last week, you know, they first brought up this thing of, like, I'm nervous because... Lisa's taking me to her doctor, but James actually bumped it when he went in to kiss me really hard. And then this week, the appointment's happening, so Raquel comes clean to Lisa. And, like, I get that it sounds weird to say, like, he bumped me when he was coming in for a kiss, but, like, it's not... When you actually, like, picture it, it's not that strange. Like, when you kiss somebody, your nose is usually touch. The fact so, that they tried so hard to almost swerve this into making it something that it wasn't about James, though, I have to say, could have been, like, really bad. Like, that's... The not, thing like, with, even Raquel was yeah. like, wait, did someone hit me? No, that is not the case. Okay, no. the, the thing with James, as we see in this episode a couple times... Yeah. James has no problem looking like an asshole toward Raquel. Right. Like, he does that... Lots of the time, Mm -hmm. all on his own, and it has nothing to do with any sort of physical altercation. Two different times in this episode, he talks about how he doesn't want Raquel's nose to be fucked up because he has to look at her, and he calls her stupid. Like, they have their issues, and so we don't need to create, we don't need to, like, talk around whether they have, like, other issues. It's like, let's focus on the ones that are actually happening. Right. I have to say... I was a little surprised when we found out who the guest appearance and Dr. the world-renowned <laughs> plastic surgeon was on this episode, that it was Paul Nassif. And I was like, oh my God, this is the crossover that we love to see. I do, I do love a little crossover, you know. Wait, he's like, were, it's going to be a lot more than that. Like, I charge Adrian's, a lot more than that. <laughs> uh, Lisa's former neighbor, Paul Nassif, of course, when she before she moved to Villa Rosa, I do. I, it's like a fun little all in the family thing. Obviously, he still is on E, so it's not like right. a big deal for him to show up on a Bravo show. But that was fun. But cle- yeah, clearly Raquel's not getting a friends and family discount on her oh nose job. Thirty thousand dollars is a lot. But that's on top of the sixteen thousand she like paid for her nose job already. So she's like, I think the numbers are a little raised. She's just getting her nose fixed. Like she's not getting a full like a second rhinoplasty. So it's like whatever. I can't believe we're still talking about this this much. Like what has she done to us? <laughs> I know. Um, she's gonna honestly, look beautiful regardless. And you know what? We all have to look at it after. Yeah, she James. better not look. She yeah. better not look fucking ugly because then we she have to look get, at it. She better Hideous. get her fucking nose fixed. It's yeah. so. St- it's just so st- like I don't understand. After all this time and like multiple seasons of being called out for how he like talks to people, talks about people, I don't understand why James doesn't. Why it doesn't click for him that maybe he should, even if he's thinking these things. Maybe just edit himself a little bit when he's on camera. Like, reel it in. You know, I think that that happened. There are certain people on these shows where you just watch them and think, you are not new to this. It's not a new dynamic for you that things are going to be filmed and then they're going to come out and people are going to respond to them. Why isn't it? Um, a bigger concern for you that you should probably not say certain things on camera. And J- like I was saying, the fact that James does that 
two or three times in this episode, it's like, okay, maybe you're not drinking, maybe you're not lashing out at people the way you used to, but you're still being a dick a lot. It's always bad when, like, you're friends. Like, obviously, we'll talk about it more later, but Tom's even like, James. And he was like, was that too much? Like, you, somewhat, you had to ask? You didn't know that calling okay, your girlfriend you... and her friend dumb in front of a crowd, a, a group of people <laughs> is not acceptable? Right. Also, the fact that he was mad that she didn't guess him in the like no, famous stop. rappers I, section of Dylan, the game. <laughs> I was I couldn't stop laughing. I was like genuinely laughing at this. What's up? Who's who? I don't even know because I just took two. <laughs> he. <laughs> we we need to talk about this in full depth later. But first, um, I want I want to yeah. I want to talk about these this Tom situation. They are mm-hmm. having a chill night to talk about their. Um, business plan and right the and, concepts, the, the mission yeah, statement, building it, and they are setting the tone. They his house is now turned into a light hat. There's lights everywhere. But when he says, "I'm gonna go make some tea," I did not even think of anything. I really didn't. Like I didn't think anything was happening until we found. And then I, I was like, "Are they doing whippets? Like, are they actually like what are they? What are they doing? <laughs> no, whippets? They're like li- both. The fact that both of them are like eating whipped cream, it was weird. So the fact that they were on a mushroom trip during this made it ten times better that they I, were. I'm aren't aren't shrooms illegal? Um, I don't know. Like, I thought uh, they were. Maybe not. I don't know. Unclear. <laughs> Like on these, Did maybe we just it's blow not up a, their spot. No, <laughs> no, it's just like they would never on these shows. They would never be like, "I'm going to go in the kitchen and do a line real quick." Like, so right. I, just, I don't know. Uh, unclear, but if anyone <laughs> knows, <laughs> let us know. Summer is fast approaching, which means more social events, more weddings to attend, more nights on the town, and hopefully more vacations. That's why I'm so thankful for today's sponsor, Honeylove, for covering us with the best shapewear. With Honeylove, you can feel your best even when you're wearing less. They've revolutionized compression technology so you no longer have to feel like you're suffocating while wearing effective shapewear. Plus, they are the only shapewear that won't ever roll down, no matter how much you groove on the dance floor. For a limited time only, you can get Honeylove on sale. Get 20% off your entire order with our exclusive link, honeylove.com MIA. Support our show and check them out at honeylove.com forward slash MIA. When talking about effective shapewear, Honeylove's best-selling superpower short is the go-to. It has targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts your midsection without squeezing your natural curves. The superpower short is helping ladies everywhere sculpt and smooth from stomach to thigh by offering the perfect amount of compression. You won't have to worry about it rolling down, which is unheard of in shapewear, thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. This piece is also a booty lifter. Boost bands on the back of the thigh give your bottom an amazing shape. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com MIA. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off honeylove.com MIA. After you purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. The summer vibes are just getting started, honeys. Shape your life with Honeylove. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. 
Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. The whole Schwartz and Sandys thing, I'm struggling to sort of get into that storyline either. It's like either the, you know, the bar's going to open or it's not. It probably is. But I feel the whole back and forth with their partner and you know, more next wanting, week. That to me feels kind of for the cameras. Like, is this guy in? Are is this guy your business partner, or is he somebody you're sort of talking to about working together? Because I feel at the beginning of the season that it was presented like this is happening. We have this this partner. We're gonna get our loan, and then we're good to go. Whereas now they're making them jump through all these hoops of what's the mission statement? Show me you're committed, all this stuff. And it's like, this guy sounds like a kind of a nightmare to work with if this is real. Right. Or he's being more serious than they are because it does. It is almost like I've never been told to like give a mission statement before, like to somebody else, like other than like on the top of your resume. Remember you used to like put that like, um, (laughs) <laughs> like so, whatever it's uh, do bars object objective objective yeah. on the top of your resume do bars have mission statements no i think it's a b- mission statement for like their business plan like what they want the bar okay. and then all of a sudden he was like we did it this is it and it was like a chewed up piece of paper basically being like have fun <laughs> our mission as a dive bar is to inspire a drunkenness within the community and affect change by getting people to hook up with each other and have a good fucking time. Honestly, like I would invest for, with you, Dylan, with that mission statement. But he said, thank you. He goes, I know this really <laughs> cool quote. I've heard this really cool quote before you leave the house. Always take one thing off. Like that scene was so old school, like Tom's that I enjoyed it. But other than that, I will always love Vanderpump Rules. But this all of the storylines, like you said, they just all feel so forced and i'm just like oh my god right. the charlie the charlie I, that one is is i like a lot i like charlie a lot and i i think her her stuff with food and all of that i think is really it's important it feels authentic like i think that is authentic to her right um and i i appreciate that she's opening up and all of this. And, you know, I think she and Sheena really are good friends, but what's happening with her feels kind of disconnected from the whole yeah, rest of the cast. Yeah. Um, even like though her I and Ariana think, don't feel friends, they just feel like she needs someone to talk to. Yeah. And I think, I think Ariana, scenes. I think Ariana really likes Charlie. Yeah. I don't think it's a thing of like, she doesn't f- fit in with these people. I just think, I think it's almost she was better friends with all of those other new people last season, but then the rest of them didn't get brought back. So it's like, okay, we have to kind of remold this group and the stuff with Lala and Sandoval and Sheena and Ariana feels a lot more kind of natural because they actually 
have all this history with each other. Even though I still think I was glad that this episode wasn't so heavy, heavily focused on Brock and Sheena versus Lala, because I felt like that kind of last week that hit a point where it's like, okay, we we can't just keep talking about this unless there's going to be some progress. And so I appreciated that we had a week where it was kind of like, we're not really going to talk about this right now. Sheena said it's at a standstill. I don't think either of them really have much to say to each other. It's hard because the situation with Brock, it is what it is. I still don't feel like I have total clarity or Mm -hmm. like I'm totally at peace with what's happening with his kids. But at the same time, the situation is the situation and I don't think there's going to be a satisfying answer. So it's kind of like, why are we still talking about it? Right. But so, but okay. But my question is obviously we'll find out, but like, this week, like, Charlie had this culinary party, which is, like, great. She really did seem like she was coming out of her shell. But then, like, mm-hmm. okay, so, like, what's going to happen next? Like, we can't do this every week. Like, we need something else to happen. So I get it. We're, like, kind of transitioning. She's moving in with her boyfriend. Like, obviously, Brock, we find out, can hang a TV in five minutes and 20 seconds, which is maybe a world record. <laughs> I don't I, know. I, I feel like if this season was more... If this season was more dynamic or, it, I mean, just, like, better, a moment like that would have been so funny. Like, Brock, Sheena making Brock hang the TV. But in the context of everything that's happening, it's just, like... I know. Ugh. And also, like, yeah, okay, you've been with John Mayer. You've been with Jesse Metcalf. <laughs> like, how how many times... Like, it's, like, weird now how repetitive everything's getting. Even like, yeah, we got those were some classic Sheena talking points right there. Yeah. Hanging the TV, I slept with John Mayer, <laughs> and even the fact that we were at Sir this week, like for see you next Tuesday, like even though it was soft opening, there was like no one there besides them, which I get it is a soft opening, but like I want to be back at Sir, like like dr- I need everyone to be drunk. Me and Taylor were talking about this last week. We want to yes. be drunk in the alleyway. Like we need that. Sheena getting emotional about the fact that sh- her dancing on the bar at Sir Days are over. <laughs> oh, sweet Shishu. I just want gold. I j- I want her to as as much as it pains me to say this cuz it might mean her not being on the show anymore. I want her to, I want better for her. I want her to like Our go live she-shoe. a life yeah. and not, and crying about not working at Sir anymore. It's just, <sighs> yeah, no, I agree. Also like work at Sir. The, po- <laughs> the point about like being drunk, crying in the alleyway, it just is, we're so far from that being this show. Yeah, I know. And so it's hard because I almost, obviously because it's Lisa's show and Lisa is still so involved in it, the restaurant aspect is never not going to be kind of the like overall premise of the show. And obviously Tom Tom is still more central and all of that. But it almost is sad when you do go back to Sir for a scene like this and it's like, Damn, we had it so good back in the day. No one and even ordered Jay- goat cheese balls. Like, no, it wasn't. They didn't even make the episode. <laughs> when, when James is like, yeah, it's my first night back. It's uh, it's see you next Tuesday. Full fledged return. All of this. It's like, 
is does that even is that even cool anymore? Like, do we even is in the context of the show? Is that even a big deal that he's back at Sir? Like, I, I feel like he doesn't even need to be. The yeah. last time, unless I missed something, <laughs> the last time they him and Lisa spoke was at Lisa's house, and he wasn't allowed back. Did what? When did that well, happen? Where he was allowed? They back? had the the clip at the big. Be- it was toward the beginning of this episode. James was talking to Raquel, and he was like, "Yeah, me and Max. I apologize to Max. We smoothed everything over." And then they showed a super brief clip of Max telling Lisa that he forgave James. And see, so that's I the think, shit I would have wanted to see. Right. I don't understand why we got a whole. In the that was like half of the season premiere was Lisa talking to James and then James right. going to Villa Rosa and then he had a fight with Max. It almost feels like Max decided he didn't want to be on the show more <laughs> because yeah, like why would we not see James apologizing to Max after that was like this big blow up on the especially season premiere. since that probably was hilarious. Whatever yeah, he said, th- you, no, that's a good point though. It feels like a missed opportunity and the fact that you like blinked and missed it is so like that tells you so that means that it was only in the show for like 10 seconds and it is kind of like it's not like this is such a wild season that there's no way you could possibly fit everything in like show us the show us the resolution of that conflict um but yeah and i mean lisa just (laughs) lisa's like relationship with james has always been kind of weird to me but when they're in the like lobby of the doctor's office and she's like you've got to control that tempo. And it's like, why is James even there? <laughs> it's Raquel's nose appointment. She's why like, is James is in the room holding fiance. her hand? fiance. Okay. When he this is found my fiance out, who bumped me. <laughs> when he found out that it, like he was there. It's so funny you said, why was he there? He was there this whole scene as if they were announcing the verdict of a murder trial and he was awaiting to see, like, what if what he, he was getting. When they said that the nose wasn't because he bumped her, was like he just found out he was innocent. Like, he was <laughs> cheering, running around in his confessional. Like, it was... Could you have taken... If it was your fault, could you have taken, like, any responsibility at all? Or we're just, like, good now? Right. And he's like, no, I don't have to pay for the second nose job. And yeah, the way he thinks about (laughs) responsibility for stuff and all of that is just. He is a character. And I'm sorry. Other, like I said to you, other than the way, like the way he treats his fiance and other women that we've seen in the past. He is hilarious. I'm sorry. He makes great TV and he is an actual character of a person. And I don't think For the show sure. would still be as good. I know this is a, a no, statement, I mean, I'm but... No, I'm not arguing that he's brought a lot to the show. I didn't find him particularly funny last night. I was, like, oh pretty grossed out by a lot of his behavior, but... He is ridiculous. I think it's be- because he's so ridiculous. No one else would do or say what he does. And it's, like, funny yeah. because he's an adult. But I guess well, that's yeah, but it's not, not funny, funny when you're calling your fiance dumb and saying you <laughs> don't want to look at her funny. fucked up nose. I don't know. What I like also, Lala and Sandoval is like oh, a yeah. strange. That's like a strange conflict to me because it's like 
are Lala and Sandoval supposed to be friends? And also the things he's bringing up have nothing to do with him. Yeah, like he, I feel like Sheena and Lala's issues at this point are very understandable. Like there is a clear issue between them. They have gone back and forth with each other, all of this stuff. And then Sandoval is weirdly sort of taking up for Sheena but then I don't think he actually is really that concerned about Sheena and Brock. He just wants to yell at Lala. Right. He when he brought up the fact that with boundaries and he was like, You're the fact that everyone respected you and didn't bring up like mm-hmm. Randall, but then you're you're like kind of doing the opposite, you're digging. I was like, Okay, I see where he's coming from, but again, nothing to do with you at all. Yeah. Like at all. And they also are two very different situations. So I, I, I truly, with this, don't really know where I stand. Also, Sandoval was the one who tried to bring up Randall. Right. Like, he who tried to draw a comparison, and Lala shut that down. So the only reason there wasn't really a conversation about Randall was because Lala didn't allow that to happen. And I mean, I totally have issues with how Lala has gone about the Sheena stuff. Like, I don't think she's been particularly um, kind to Sheena and how Mm -hmm. she's sort of handled that and brought it up with the group and on camera. But, like, again, it has nothing to do with Sandoval. And the fact that he is, you know, so angry and incensed and, you know, all of this stuff, it's like, just... It feels so... It feels like, oh, we've seen this movie before where Sandoval's just getting, like more angry than makes sense about something that doesn't have anything to do with him. And it's like, oh. he's a battered wife. Like he's that. like Ariana says, he's an equal opportunity yeller. And it's like, yeah, and I don't really want to see any of it. Right. Whether and, it's Lala or somebody else. And he, it's almost like the fact where he brought up, um, that no one like talked about Randall and almost like he had a time limit and then you're right. So then he brought it up because he's like, screw this, like, I'm done, like, not being allowed to talk about Randall anymore. It's in the public eye. Also, so funny, in the beginning of the episode, this is the random fucking scene that I noticed when Katie, when Tom Schwartz gave Katie $100 and Lala was like, he won, (laughs) because Randall's the only (laughs) one that lost. (gasps) It's not funny. We shouldn't laugh about people's financial situations. (laughs) Whatever. I do feel, I do feel a little bit for Lala when she's talking to Lisa and Ken about how she she's changed so much and it feels like everybody still is kind of they're treating her like she's this she person she was before and like she's being kind of like treated poorly because of stuff she's done in the past and i do think that's hard obviously she has changed a lot i mean the fact that she is sober is a mother all of this stuff that doesn't mean that she's never you know messy or whatever but i don't think she's you know, I do think that maybe she's held to a little bit of a different standard than some other people in the group. I agree. And it is, she feels very, watching it too, disconnected from the group. The whole group feels disconnected. It's very, even Katie's not really in it. Like, I miss, like, I can't help but compare to the old, like, seasons where, like, all the girls would get together. Like, this episode, when they got together, it was very uncomfortable, when yeah. when her Lala and Ariana were together, like it was weird <laughs> to me. They they're like not friends, right? Because Ariana and Lala are on you know sort of 
fragile footing as we saw last episode mm-hmm. when they were, you know, planning this thing together. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't know. As, as much as I'm not like, bring back Stassi and Kristen, I do think right. they kind of cut out, they cut out these sort of links within the group. And then, you know, the group, the people that are left don't necessarily make sense together. Because, yeah. you know, Ariana always was kind of separate from most of the women in the group, aside from Sheena. So the fact that now Ariana, Katie, and Lala are like this, you know, threesome, it's like, they weren't really hanging out like that before. I mean, Ariana was around them sometimes, but they weren't like BFFs. Yeah. So this culinary night kind of almost seems like a pot. It's more of a potluck to me. It's a culinary. I felt I feel like it's more of like a cooking class and experience. And this was kind of like everyone bring your own favorite dish like for me to try, which was very yeah, cute. Would, the concept was cute. I would have used potluck as the way to describe this. It is funny that. It seems like the idea is for there to be some sort of adventurous foods for Charlie to try, and Sheena's adventurous food is Sheena's famous enchiladas. Um, <laughs> when it's the one it's like, thing that Charlie didn't like. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, Sheena, I, Sheena, Sheena. Yeah, but it was it was cute. It was a bonding experience. Like like I said, I wonder. I want to know what's she's going to do more with the group going further. But also, okay, wait, I, we we talk about this game because this is where James really like was reeled it in. I feel like, I mean, reeled it in, didn't reel it in. And I feel like every episode so far this season, I've said, oh my God, he's such a good boyfriend. Oh my God, he's proving himself. But then it goes back like five steps. And I was like, wait, no, he's like showing his, his like true colors. So he's done that significantly this episode and last episode. But I don't know. I feel like he has a, like he even said, it's hard for him. He's, they're playing a drinking game. He's sober. So he's, like, getting aggravated, but more so the funny part to me was that he was, like, literally taking the game so seriously, and he got mad that Raquel, it kept, like, stopping at Raquel, and I was like, leave her alone, she doesn't like public, like, answers, or speaking, or or pressure. Yeah, I mean, I just don't really have, I don't think there's really, like, an excuse for any of his behavior, like, if he doesn't want to be if it's uncomfortable for him to be around a situation where people are drinking heavily, then leave the party. Like there's no real, like there's no real excuse for it to get to the point where he's berating his fiance in front of the group. I don't know. I just, when he called her dumb, I was like my jock. I was like, really? Like, why'd you have to go there? But then I'm just, I'm kind of sick of James doing this because there's so much he talks so much about how he's in a better place and you know he's sober and he's doing so great and all of this stuff which i mean i I believe it in some sometimes but then you have to actually do you have to carry that through like all these interactions and his percentage of keeping it together is not that great (laughs) Right. I hope that he is actually watching this season and sees how he's treating Raquel and that, like, it is on television and that people are going to be, like, upset with how he's, what he's saying and doing. And also, like, he didn't even get up and, like, apologize. That was the part that kind of, like, annoyed me. No. Like, Charlie had to get up and go. Like, James is not, like, I, I, 
I like him. Sometimes I think he has his moments. He can he can be really funny. He can be really charming. But he's not like a nice guy. Well, and I would so never like, date him. And I think Raquel could 100% do better. But it is. Right. So it's like, okay, so he's like saying these things. like, And then he doesn't get up and apologize. It's like, yeah, because he doesn't give a fuck. Like he's right. an asshole. I mean, so it is what it is. <laughs> We, we love Raquel. And honestly, Raquel shined again this episode where she was having fun. She was drunk. She, like, kind of stood up for herself, kind of. I want her... I feel bad in the sense where there's almost so much sticking up for herself she can even do with him. Well, yeah. You know? I mean, at a certain point, it's like, James is who James is, and I think... He gets a lot of free passes and maybe maybe see you next Tuesday will stay as a soft opening. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double-action combination of prescription-strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Let's talk about Bullet Deck. I feel like Vanderpump Rules were just like going in circles at this point. Um, this episode I actually really enjoyed because these charter guests are the most. Even worse than James. <laughs> oh, I mean. Like, significantly. They were scary. Yeah. I always enjoy like guest drama on Below Deck because we really don't get it very often. There are always, you know, it's pretty common to have guests that are a little too drunk or kind of demanding or, you know, maybe sort of rude to the crew. But to have like drama between the guests, I always think is really just fun because it sort of is like less important. You know, when, like, when Reyna last night is like, I love guest drama because it's not my drama. I'm like, yeah, I kind of like that, too. Yeah. I feel like we've seen so much guest drama over the years. Like, where they 
like go have to go into like their own rooms or like one leaves the table or doesn't talk to them for the rest and it's actually very awkward i think for the crew which even though it's not their drama it's like what are you supposed to do like i did feel i felt bad for captain lee having to sit through that dinner where they're beyond they're getting like more and more annoyed with each other and terry's asking him the same question six times in a row it's like but like rough we've seen charter guests that are drinkers before like seen it a lot (laughs) these were like olympic drinkers no joke like they gave him a thermos a thermos of bourbon and he was drinking it throughout the day throughout the night like getting it refilled the multiple times like to the point where it's like okay there's one thing to have a high tolerance but it's like you can even see the the um crew is like okay so in three hours they'll already be hung over like they're counting down like opposite like how their day is gonna go but it's like (laughs) you can't have fun like that and i know it's a little it's like (laughs) yeah that's not uh it's not a great behavior to watch and that's not just like i'm gonna have a good time on vacation and have some drinks it's like right here I want to know with this type of show, because there are, there's always security like around on whatever show, whatever. But because this is a boat and there's not that much room, I do want to know what they do. Like if something does go down, like who it, who does act as security like on these boats? I know that there's a second boat, like a smaller boat that's like the crew whatever production like, crew yeah yeah and so maybe there's somebody on like a secure some security person on that boat and they can get over to the other i don't know i think so because like heather or whoever is not breaking up like if something were to happen like she's not right. doing anything eddie last, is not doing anything those last few minutes were sort of concerning after terry goes down to get whatever his name is from the swim platform and they're like coming back inside and he's when he calls Heather over, and this the staff, after the, like, eavesdropping fun part is over, the staff is kind of trying to tiptoe around and not really yeah. get involved. And when he calls Heather over and is like, she needs to go away, she needs to go to her cabin, I felt so bad for Heather in that moment, because, I mean, first of all, he's being aggressive and kind of scary, but also, it's not Heather's job to tell any of the guests where to go or, like... Right, they need to go to their rooms. She's like, she's like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like send someone to bed. She thought he didn't see her, so she like kind of like she left, and he was like, (laughs) come back, and he she was like, who me? But I know she she so wanted it to not be her. I know when he. I'm sorry though, but as a grown man too, like you're throwing a fit, so you're sitting by yourself and want your food to be brought to you, like alone like on a side table yeah like, that that's, was that's i weird. didn't like that it's like if you want to leave the table and go do your own thing that's fine but don't make them bring your lobster to the swim platform on a little table that they set up that's stupid yeah but this guy if you is want the like, food sit at the table right <laughs> like a child but this guy is like scared i don't know it's he was gross like and also are him and that woman in a relationship of some sort like what's going on they're colleagues Not- not officially, not on paper. <laughs> we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I'm like nervous. I I don't know. Bad vibes all around. But we, you know, who hasn't had bad vibes yet this season? Chef who? Rachel. Chef mm-hmm. Rachel. She is. Mm-hmm. She seems to be in a good place. We haven't seen her get too turnt yet. 
Um, and I thought that she handled her feelings toward Eddie very well. She, you know, she kind of, for the first few days, you know, played it cool, was cordial and stuff until there was a moment where they could talk. And I thought she did, was really mature about stating her issues. Eddie, Mm -hmm. I thought, was also very mature about apologizing for that. And I liked seeing that because it's like, I don't actually think these two have any real desire to not get along or, you know, reason to not to have an issue with each other. It's like they had an issue. They talked it through and it's like, oh, wait, that's how you're supposed to handle conflict. Yeah, it was um, nice to see. I think that Rachel is in a good like headspace right now. And I feel like she she kind of decides right away if she likes the crew that she's working with. And I feel like she likes this crew. It's funny because her and Heather have had like great communication so far. Yeah. But I think Heather is like not a good chief stew. And she doesn't actually do anything. She just kind of like walks around looking for things that other people can do. And like... Heather seems like a chief stew who is very good at presenting herself to the guests yeah. as like, I'm Heather, I'm the chief stew. We're going to make sure you have everything you need. This is my, this is my team. Like, don't hesitate to ask if you need anything. Like she, I think she has a really professional sort of mm-hmm. presentation, but I agree that the actual work, I'm not sure if she's really like kind of, effective in her job i think she she like knows how to look good when people are paying attention but i do i understand fraser's frustrations with you know when she has that little team meeting and she's like okay so basically i just want um everything to be faster and the quality to stay the same yes like it's so weird so her her team meeting she's always like all right let's go we got this and that was like the meeting that's like usually just faster drinks faster drinks faster laundry good she asked for a new recipe for a martini to make it faster like that's not well um no i don't know i'm not sure that was weird to me because i'm like a martini shouldn't take 15 minutes to make, so I don't know what and the... I, and I feel like it... Yeah, that was a weird situation, but also like, be... hey, give suggestions. That's what most people should do. Yeah, I don't know. I do think... I often think about... I think the drink timeliness is something that is often an issue on Below Deck, and so I think... That's why you just give someone a thermos. A, a <laughs> yeah, the drink... The drinks come fast when it's just plain whiskey in a thermos. On ice, so it stays cold. You don't have to worry about it. It's great. Love that. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with these guests next week, because I'm a little nervous. I know. I Listen, nothing good happens, like, after, I know this is earlier in the night, but after, like, 2 a.m. with, like, alcohol involved. And that's what it seems to be. Is that, like, a How I Met Your Mother-ism? No, it's just like a fact, you know? I think it's from How I Met Your Mother. Like, nothing oh, good know, happens I, after some That wasn't like one of my shows that I ever watched, so that's good to know. That's It funny. wasn't for me either. I just feel like in the late 2000s, it was like something that people said. <laughs> I don't know. <gasps> oh, Not, what a whirlwind. I will watch the Hillary Duff spinoff, though. 
Wait, who did I just see that was that they announced? Kim Cattrall also... is going to be in it. Yes, that's it. Kim, thank you. So I know, you know you'll watch so it well. too. You know me so well. That's who I was thinking of. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, well, this was fun. I can't wait to do it again on Thursday. Oh yeah, and good to know that we are not off on Thursday. Dylan had. To I know. Barry me. really thought we had veter- Veterans Day off as a company, and we just don't. Well, I so. took off Wednesday and Friday, thinking we well, had off Thursday. So. You can do like a little, you, you, can, you can like quote unquote work on Thursday. I will. But we have I to will. record, so. No, no, I'm not off. Like I didn't take off. I thought oh, I we were know. off. No, yeah. I know. Okay. We're here well, for the people. <laughs> Don't forget to rate, review, follow the show wherever you listen. Check out our merch collection at batches.co slash bravo merch. Oh. I'm wearing my, uh, my very cute mention it all hat right now, as I often do. And just be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.